Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Red Cartel. I have a very special guest today. Uh, him and I have reconnected. Uh, God, it's been like over 10 years since we've spoken last. Um, anyway, he is my my oldest brother's stepson. Um, and uh, he has, he's stricken with uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And he's, uh, you got to be patient with this episode because he is on a breathing tube. Um, he's on a, you know, like he's living in a home, a special home and he's, he's totally disabled as fuck. And, you know, don't bash me for that. Cause he, he put a fucking meme out with that saying on it, disabled as fuck. Right. So he's got a great sense of humor and everything. But he's very open-minded. He's uh, he's very awake, and uh, you know he started his own coffee company, and uh, you know sponsored me, and it's great. Who better to sponsor me than an old family part of my family friend? You know, so yeah, guys, I just uh, I highly encourage you to go and uh, buy some coffee from his company. Uh, Owlcreek.com is the link. Uh, links are in the show notes, and. Uh, uh, enjoy this episode with Joshua. He's 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 an awesome kid, dude. You know, I shouldn't call him kid. He's only two years younger than me. But uh, it's crazy because like <clears throat> when I was younger, I always looked at him as a kid because he was younger than me, right? But now it's he's only two years younger than me. Anyway, enough rambling. Um, enjoy the episode with Joshua. He's awesome, <clears throat> and uh, support his company. Uh, watch his YouTube videos, what whatnot. Uh, and uh, you know, crack a crack a beer, uh, smoke a dub, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Reptile Cartel. I am your host, Davey Wavy. Tonight, I have a very special guest. He is my oldest brother's stepson, and he is uh, afflicted with an illness called Duchenne muscular dystrophy. He's a fighter. He's still here, you know, and uh, he's a strong motherfucker. Introducing <laughs> to you guys, Joshua Cortlev. How are you, man? I'm good, man. Thanks good. for having me. It's good to reconnect after so many years, you know, like it's been way too long. Yeah, it's been a hot minute, but, uh, you know, the internet brings us together. It really does, man. Like, it's it's just crazy the amount of people that I've met on here, not like like really personally, but connected my uh, mentally and spiritually, you know. So it's it's all good, man. Um, yeah, dude. So you've been uh, you've been living way past your life expectancy, have you not? Yeah, for sure. Like I was diagnosed at age four uh, with Duchenne uh, muscular dystrophy. Uh, like you said, and, uh, you know, at that time they told my parents that I'd probably die before the age of 20 and exactly one month ago today, actually, I turned, uh, 40 years old. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And you're still feeling okay, you know, relatively well, you know? Well, you know, uh. My body, <laughs> it's getting 
you know, the effects of the disease. Uh, actually, Dave, you probably don't even know this, but uh, I got a breathing machine now, uh, and I got uh, actually, so I've had that for the last uh, six, seven years, but still, you know, I haven't let it stop me. I've lived, uh, lived with it. I've done what I can with it. And um, and there's a silver lining to this next gray cloud. So I'll tell you about the gray cloud first. But the last six months or so, I've uh, I'm no longer been able to uh, get up and in my wheelchair now. Uh, okay. I live my life uh, in my bed, actually. And it's because my heart, which is a muscle, and my muscle disease affects my muscles, uh, you know, it's it's gotten weaker. And because of that, uh, there's been some advanced uh, swelling in my legs. So I can't sit comfortably in a wheelchair anymore. Because um, so, all the blood rushes down and swells up, yeah, right? It, it pulls down there and uh, the ah. pain just becomes unbelievably unbearable at that point. So right. I'm, in, I'm in bed and uh, I've told you there's a silver lining to this great cloud. Um, and that's in, I'm not, I'm not in quite as much pain as I was uh, before. And um, secondary to that, I'm, I'm no longer spending three hours in the morning getting up, getting, you know, into my wheelchair and stuff like that. What I do now takes about 40 minutes every morning and I'm not spending uh, an hour, hour and a half uh, getting into bed at night. Um, so I've always, I've all of a sudden found uh, like four hours to my day that I didn't know I had. And truthfully, I have more energy. I have in less pain. I'm able to concentrate more. And the last two years with the pandemic, with restrictions, with, you know, Mandates and lockdowns. Um, bullshit. I have, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's total bullshit. I've been able, I've been able to do anything. Um, but since I've been in bed, I've kind of found this rejuvenation, this new energy, and uh, one of the things we're going to talk about today. And I think you advertised it in your last podcast. Is I've. I started a company, and we got a website. It's all online. And, uh, you know, I'm selling uh, coffee. I'm a big coffee fanatic. Uh, we got, like, 30 different coffees on the website. And uh, it's called Owl Creek Coffee. If uh, anyone wants to go to the website, it's owlcreekcoffee.com. But, like, like, two years ago, I, I wouldn't have been able to do this because... Quite frankly, I didn't have enough time in my day with all the help I needed. And I was tired and I was in pain. And when you're in pain, you cannot you cannot concentrate. So Exactly. That's uh, all you can think about is your fucking pain, right? Like what else are you gonna do? Yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. So um so like I said, one of the silver linings to this cloud is is that it's allowed me to uh, create this business. And uh, I've been able to get back into my YouTube a bit. I've been posting more YouTube videos. Uh, oh, cool. You didn't tell me that. 
Yeah, so, um, I'll link. I'll link that in the show notes as well. You'll plug all your stuff at the end. So awesome, awesome. I appreciate that. So yeah, not not big channels, but I got two channels with about sixty subs each. So it ain't nothing, but it's something. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how like like even with my podcast, it's a small show, but I don't know how many people I'm affecting. But I'm sure there's other pe- other people that. You're affecting, I'm affecting, you know, we're all like this ripple in this pot, this giant ocean, right, of consciousness. So who knows where well, it's going to go, you know? Yeah, and that's the goal of my channels. Like I interview other people with uh, muscular dystrophy. I, uh, I interview like parents of people with muscular dystrophy. Um, you know, I'm just trying to help in my own little way, right? Sure. No, that's totally a, a totally a noble thing, man. Like, it's uh, it's rough out there, man. You know, people are stricken, and not a lot of people think about it too much because they're too busy with their fucking daily lives. You know, so yeah, it's true. We got a lot of BS going on right now, and uh, it only makes life more difficult. So, you know, I'm just trying to uh, shed, you know, some light on what you know, people can do and even in their shitty situation, how they can be happy or how they can succeed or find meaning in their life. Exactly. It's like me, like I don't get out much anymore because I refuse to take the the jibby jab, right? Yeah. So my options are kind of limited, right? So I was like, you know, I got on my friend's podcast and I was like, I'm going to start my own. Fuck it. You know? So that nice. I started doing it and started rolling with it, you know? And it's fun, man. Meeting new people, like-minded people, and we're just searching for the truth about all this bullshit and beyond, you know? Like, we look at a lot of stuff, like, uh, in regards to religion, politics, uh, spirituality, nice. all that stuff, right? So... Yeah. I don't limit myself when it comes to topics. I kind of just roll with anything that interests me, right? So, well, what's it? What what's it all worth if you don't talk about the stuff that truly matters, right? And that's the thing. I I've become so disillusioned with small talk out and about on my in my daily life that. It's a huge blessing for me to have all these people bring their knowledge to the table, to my platform. Right? I could get it out there as well. But uh, how are you when it comes to uh, spirituality or religion and all that stuff? Because you and I, uh, you re- you recommended to me back in the day, probably about 2010 or so, uh, to go to this non-denominational church. And I went there. And I ended up getting a, uh, you know, like a house to go to with other believers and stuff. And was doing that for a while. And then I kind of just backed out of it because I was like, you know what? I think I'm becoming a little bit too extremist. And uh, I actually had a dream one time where there was, do you know, do you know the rapper uh, Chaos? Yep. Yeah. So it was him in my dream and I was walking down. It's so funny. I was walking down this orphanage, like in an orphanage, and the, the, the bedroom where all these orphans sleep on uh, either side of the room, right? 
And uh, I saw this man sitting in a chair at the end. And uh, so I went up to him and it happened to be chaos. And he holding up, he held up a Bible and he said, brother, these words in my hand can either bind you or free you. The choice is yours. <sighs> and, and I woke up from it and it was super vivid. And then from then on, I was just like, I'm going to take the word of God, take what I know and not be such an extremist because it's not doing me any good, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like it doesn't, it doesn't do you any good to like tie yourself down in this, uh, trying to be, uh, you know, like you can't be like Christ. It's like impossible, right? You can be Christ like, but you can't be him. Right. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm curious as to what your thoughts are about spirituality now because so, you seem to be a little bit on the same wavelength as me. Yeah. So, like, I grew up in a Christian household, and the reason I probably suggested a non denominational church is because, you know, I don't really like the dogmaticness of certain, you know, exactly. Right. So, um, what what I believe is there's certain things I believe and there's certain things I hope in. So I believe that if there's hope for mankind it is trying to be Christ-like. I think Jesus modeled for us the behavior that will, you know, it's ultimately best how you treat your fellow man. Exactly. Yeah. That's for mankind, right? And then that's that's what I believe. And then here's what I hope. I hope that, you know, that Jesus is God. I hope that God exists. And I hope that, you know, that um, what we have here on Earth is just a prelude to something more amazing. Greater, yeah. Yeah, now do I... Do I believe that? Maybe. Like, am I sure of it? Heck, that's no, that's more of a hope, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure of anything, right? So, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's a hope I have, and it's a hope, you know, that I'll get to see, you know, like my, my mom and my my uh, other dad and my brother again somewhere, and you know, with everything will be good. Like, the yeah. cancer took my parents. Will be gone, and me and my brother, you know, won't have muscular dystrophy anymore. Yeah, you'll be able to fucking run out in the meadows, and you know, in your your perfect quote unquote perfect spiritual body. Yeah, exactly. Right, you're. Uh oh, I don't hear you. How about now? Yes. <laughs> How much did I leave out there? <laughs> I got all the way up to uh, perfect spiritual body. I don't think. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll, you'll meet. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain, you know, I just feel it in my soul that we are living in a state of, uh, we're in a fallen state, right? Yes. And it's obvious to me now, and I think a lot of people, a lot more people are waking up that we are living in a fallen state because look at the tyrants that are going around right now trying to 
you know, lock us down and all that stuff. Like it's becoming more apparent. And the, yeah, the spiritual yeah, the sheer evil, the greed, that's that's what it's all about. They're trying to get their way and it's like people are rising up and uniting. You know, people are rising up and uniting and it's like it's things are happening, man. It on like pretty quick too, you know? Yeah, there are some bad forces that are trying to gain or grasp and hold on to power. But it's up to us. It's up to the good, up to the light, uh, you know, not not give in to that power. Exactly. And I see it all the time on, on um, Instagram and whatever. Like, people are just, like, rising up and becoming more intuitive and realizing that we are uh, – we really are more powerful than we know. Yeah, for sure. There's great – we have great power as long as we choose to use it, right? For the right intent. Exactly. Yeah. And my thing is to start my podcast. You, you're starting your coffee company and your YouTube videos. and Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's all – everybody's just kind of snapping out of it, I think. Not everybody, but a pretty good, uh, let's say – "Quote unquote fringe minority." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There are people who are—they're starting to realize there has to be more than just what they're being told, right? There's more. Definitely, yeah. Life and existence than following the rules, right? Yep. And that's what my podcast is all about, man. It's all about you know getting the word out there that you're much greater than what you've been told you are, whether it be by your, your so-called peers or your family or uh, the government. And I didn't, I don't know if you know this, but the word government literally means mind control. Really? Yeah. If you put the two words, uh, the two words together as a whole word, govern, and meant govern means to control, and oh. meant is mental mind mind control. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. It is. <laughs> uh, we get it. We get a lot into uh, word magic. So if you know that, um, uh, you know, if, if you're spelling in the English language, they call it spelling. Mm-hmm. Right, you're actually casting spells when you're speaking. Right, so the English language is definitely centered around uh, manipulating language so that it subliminally uh, casts spells on people without people realizing it. You know, hope it didn't blow your mind too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. I uh, like I said, it's been a funny day, so uh, I got somebody here. I got somebody here, like. Most of the day, I would say, uh, to help me out if I need help, and uh, yeah, so the guy just helped, like literally again, the muscles that you know help you cough, they're muscles too, so they get weak, unfortunately. And, oh, uh, shit. yeah, so I, I can't even cough up my own phlegm. So, uh, there's a machine I use that helps me do that and clear my lungs, and uh, yeah, that's so, crazy, dude. Fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah, essentially that's why we die early, right? Is our heart and lungs like essentially get weaker and yeah, we kinda need those to live. Yeah. Oh, that's that's intense, man. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but you know, I uh I don't want to bother you. Like I just laughed a second ago. Like well, like anything in life, you gotta laugh at it, right? Like even the little things. Yeah, you gotta laugh at the absurdities. You the can't let things. all the little shit bother you, otherwise it's gonna kill you, right? Exactly. <laughs> and like, that's the thing, man. People people think like the little things won't kill them, but people who stress every little thing, they stress everything. And it's just gonna like like you said, kill them. Yeah, it literally will kill you. Like if, <clears throat> like most people who you know, uh, you know, God bless your mother. But if they take uh, cancer, for instance, let's take cancer for instance, right? Yeah. If you think that <clears throat> you're gonna be beaten by it, you're gonna be beaten by it. Exactly. You know what I mean? I uh, I mean, like I think your mother was fairly positive. Well, I miss her a lot. I think think yeah. about her all the time, man. So when she was diagnosed, she was told she had eighteen months to live tops, and she lived another seven years. Yeah, but I think after after six years, and then it came back, and apparently it came back with a vengeance. I think at that point she was ready to not fight it. And yeah, yeah. I remember when she, uh, uh, we had dinner with them. They, uh, my brother and her came over to our house for dinner. And, uh, that's when she, she told us it came back, right? Yeah. Like, fuck. Ah, uh, and it was like, not too long after her five years remission, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was like, fuck, are you fucking kidding me? What what kind of cruel joke is this? I know, right? I stayed <laughs> I, I stayed with them for about six months back in 2000. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, because we were waiting for our house to close and essentially for us to move in, but it took a year. And my parents and I lived with this other old couple and they were like fucking psychotic, dude. They had it. First off, they had this chihuahua <laughs> that, that was, that I hated and it hated me. <laughs> so I would come home from work in the morning. Cause I worked night shift and this dog would be at the top of the four steps when I got inside, just fucking uh, growling at me, eh? And then I'd just fucking lunge out, l like lunge out at it and go, bah, 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 and it would go, bah, 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 like freak out and take <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is a funny story. This couple, they were like fucking weird, man. Like this guy would eat moldy cheese and drink sour milk. Like I'm talking like, Oh. He would come out of the cart like blah 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 blah, and he would drink it. <laughs> what the and, hell? Yeah, dude. 
I'm kind of gag- gagging just thinking about it. <laughs> oh my god. That's gross. Yeah. Anyway, and they blamed my cot because <clears throat> we brought my cot over, and I love that yeah. cat. They blamed my our cot for chewing on their clothes, even though it was moths that were eating through their clothes. <laughs> That's so crazy. I had to get the hell out of there. And so I called up uh, my brother and I said, dude, uh, can I stay with you? <laughs> and sure enough, he let me stay uh, until our house closed, right? So, uh, you know what? I think. I think I actually remember that though. He probably told you about it. I was with him when uh, he was he had his kidney stone, right? And he was like, I remember waking up at like four in the morning, hit to him screaming in agony, and I'm like, holy shit! I had to take him to the hospital, and it was it was horrible. But anyway, this is family talk. But yeah. I re- I remember when your mom was trying to make peace spiritually, and she ended up, you know, giving her life to Christ before she passed. Yeah, and I remember, uh, I remember her telling me she's like, I went to a preacher and I said, "Look, my three kids when they die, they're going to heaven, and I got to make sure I'm there too." Oh, that's beautiful. I know, right? Honestly, that that's like really kind of choking me up right now. I remember, I, I remember when uh, I still remember uh, going to church and with her, you know. Yeah. Uh, when she did that, and it was like, I, 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 I was, and at the time, I was like totally ignorant about all that stuff, right? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, and it was just like, okay, I guess people need to do what they got to do for peace, right? But honestly, I definitely think she did the right thing. 100%. God bless her, man. And I, I still think about her all the time. I talk to people about her all the time. Nice. You know? awesome. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, there's, she was fucking hilarious, too. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> she was so funny, man. Yeah, she never was. gave a. She was like the type that just didn't give a fuck, you know. Totally. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Say, same with my mother too. She'd say anything to anyone at any time. Yep. And uh, yeah, man, that's uh, I. I believe she's you know, and while and. My brother believes in that she's still watching over him, you know? Yeah. He tells me all the time because him and I reconnected on a huge level the past year. That's awesome. And uh, like a huge level. uh, What was the uh, cause of that? Probably family division and um, the whole COVID thing because we both believe that it's bullshit and that the vaccine is bullshit and him and I are basically the only ones in the family that haven't gotten vaccinated. Right. And so we took that and we rolled with it and we pretty much talk every fucking day now. 
and awesome. there's been a, a huge disconnect with me and my family for the past oh god 10 years yeah but but him and i have just been so close lately and he needs he needs that connection because of what happened to him in the past with his ex yeah and how she took everything from him and you know it's and and even now my family is just like they seem to be railroading him uh sorry if anybody in my family is listening to this uh, I'm sorry, but this is the perspective that I have. I have nothing against you guys. I love you guys. You know, but that's just, it just seems to be that's the case. Like, he's getting a lot of disrespect and everything. And maybe he's dishing it out to them, too. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know the full story. I can't read everybody's minds, right? But exactly. anyway, from my perspective, he needs me, and, you know, I'm there for him. So, well, so that's good. You guys are brothers. You should be there for each other, right? Exactly. And not fighting over God knows what other bullshit. Yeah, I don't understand why people, when they disagree, they have to fucking hate each other now or don't get that. Like, Call each other names or whatever, yeah. Yeah, or even like, okay, so for myself, personally, I chose to get vaccinated. That was my choice, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also like do like you do you like I you get vaccinated if you want to if you don't want to get vaccinated then don't yeah for sure not my business that's the and that's the problem right now is that we have a government that is purposefully dividing the people yeah right and it's like i don't care if you got vaccinated dude like all the power to you if, that, if you think that's the safest thing to do you did your own research you made that decision i did my research i made my own decision but that should not cause a rift between us exactly i agree and that's what it seems to be doing man and it's 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 pretty wild man we're living in some pretty crazy times Yeah, like you said, there's there's an awakening, though. And I think we're at, like, a precipice in, like, human history. And, like, things can go one of two ways. I right. Think we can, I think we can head towards a lot more freedom and personal responsibility, or we can be heading towards more tyranny and oppression. Concentration and, camps. Yeah, who knows, right? Honestly, like, a lot of people have been comparing this to what the Nazis did, right? And, but this is on a global scale. Like, he did that to the people of Germany, right? But this is a global scale, and all these globalists are in on it together. And it's like, yeah, that's what people need to realize. And people are taking the politician's side, or they're taking humanity's side. Which one do you trust the most, right? Yeah, that's what I don't get. Like, and then it, it seems like the uh, political left, especially like the far political left, is very much like, don't don't question the science. Shut up and take the jab. And then yeah, it's like okay, if I if I had asked you three years ago, do you trust companies like Pfizer and Moderna? They'd be like, hell no, those are evil corporations. But now yeah. they're trying to save the world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> does not fucking compute. 
Exactly. And it's funny that you said trucking. Because it's the truckers out there that are trying to save everybody now. (laughs) And it's just, it's crazy because, like, I've been trying to tell my dad this for so long. And him being an ex-trucker and him seeing what's going on with the truckers, he's, like, pretty much just, like, clearing up the cobwebs of his cognitive dissonance. And it's amazing to watch. Nice. And I'm like, finally, Dad, now you're fucking starting to see the light, right? <laughs> but a lot of people still aren't. Uh, now, now you got people saying, <clears throat> you know, okay, for for example, you have, uh, I posted a video on Instagram where Justin Trudeau blatantly outright admits that the Canadian government, the liberal government, gave the media companies $600 million yeah. to show their narrative. Yeah. And people are still brainwashed by the mass media that they're yeah. believing everything that comes out of his mouth, including the fact that there was only like four or five, six people that were showing swastika flags and Confederate flags. So that makes everybody who's fighting for freedom right now a fucking racist. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It's disgusting. So, I was watching a live stream today and the guy talked to like a Muslim a Sikh and a transgender person. And it's like, okay, if we hate all these people, why are they there? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and it's also the fact that, you know, now today, they, they, the, or yesterday, the police started confiscating all the truckers' fuel. Which is beyond disgusting. Because yeah, it's they, not the police are committing a felony. Like, exactly. if, if you don't pay your electricity bill, they can cut you off. Except if it's the middle of winter and you have electric heat because the electric company or gas company or whoever you get your heat, they're not allowed to kill you by taking away your heat. But apparently Trudeau is allowed to. Yeah. <clears throat> this guy is a complete fucking tyrant. He, because he's bought and paid for by the globalists, right? So he's yeah. doing their job. He's not doing, he's not servicing us like he should be. No. I say uh, servicing. No. That's a bad word. It sounds like he's sucking yeah. his head. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, like the government is supposed to be there to serve the people. Yes. But what he's doing is he's serving the globalists, the evil people. Well, I don't, I don't like to use the word. Fear. People throw that around too much. Oh, you're just in fear. You're just in fear. So I'll I'll, I'll change one of my favorite quotes to the word obey. It, okay, yep. So one of my favorite quotes changed is the government needs to obey the people, not the people obey the government. Right. Hundred percent. Like were... the way we talk, and you mentioned this earlier about our words being spelled, and if we use the wrong words, it's actually that's actually important that we're using the right words or the wrong sure. words. Because yep. people often say, "Say we have another election," and then CBC News the next day, 
Oh, the liberals have been voted into power. No, 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 no. They have not been voted into power. They have been voted into service. Service, service. exactly. They, they don't have power. They serve that at the whims of the people. Exactly. You, you hit it on the head, my friend. You hit the nail on the head. And you're right. We, we really do got to be careful with our words. Like, I would even say, I, I said this before in another show. I said, don't hate Justin Trudeau. Why don't you just love, because Jesus said, love our enemies. Love yeah. Justin Trudeau for waking the people up uh, that, you know, there's evil people out there. <laughs> yeah. So Justin Trudeau was once asked, who's your favorite world leader? And of course he said himself. Did he and really? Then, yeah. And then when he was pressed on it to give another world leader, he came up with the leader uh, of China. Oh, of course. Like in China right now, you have to get tested regularly and say, one person in your town tests positive, they essentially take that person out of city, and then they start testing people every single day. Before you can go to work, you gotta get a, a rapid test, and you gotta test negative before you go to work. Right. Also, what's happening in China right now is if you leave your home without your cell phone, they can tell because uh, you're caught on their, you know, spy network of cameras across the country. Sure. They, they send the police to take you back to your home and carry yourself home with you. <coughs> that is insane. Yeah. One it's more. like, dude, it's just a fucking personal possession. I don't have to have it on me. Well, that's how they track you. Exactly. So one I would even I would even argue yeah. that in these vaccines they're putting these this graphene into our system, right? Graphene oxide. Yeah. And there's theories that and it's very fucking elaborate too. I've seen these videos and shit. It's like they can form a microchip in your body. So they don't have to inject a microchip under your skin. These mm. these this graphene oxide can form a fucking chip inside your body. And that's why you see these people with like magnets and it's like sticking to their elbows where they got the vaccine in it, right? Well, it's crazy. And then that's they could track you even without a cell phone. There you go. So without a, else, without a network. Here's what else is going on in China. Have you heard of their uh, social credit system? Of course, that's what Trudeau wants for here. Exactly. Yeah. So in in China, it's all it's all on your phone, and it's always in constant communication with every other phone in China and, like, your whole network. So, say I have a social credit score that's low, and you have a good one, and you get too close to me, you'll get, like, an Amber Alert on your phone that says, look out, Josh has a low social credit score. If you don't back away from him now, your social credit score will go. 
See, and that's and they've already started dividing us. They're getting us used to that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all that's all the shit's connected, man. Like hundred percent. And if you speak out against any of this shit, you're a crazy quote unquote conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Except it's not conspiracies, it's obvious. fucking fact and obvious, yeah. Unbelievable, man. Unfucking believable. These are very simple concepts that people just cannot grasp right now because they think that people who question the narrative are fucking nuts. I think it's because if they if they if they question it, you know, it, it totally totally destroys their preconceived notions, right? And they have to change their way of thinking. That the government so, loves them. Yeah. Yeah, the government's trying to help them and take care of them. Yeah. That's not it's happening. it's a funny thing, man. It's like I've seen memes go around like my favorite conspiracy theory is that the government actually cares about people. Yeah. That's the, like <laughs> you know. And all all conspiracy theorists are are uh people who think critically about things. They think. They take the time to think about the things that people don't want to take the time to think about. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all we are, you know? And it's like, um, and then we're demonized for it. Yeah. Um, You have uh, the CIA back uh, when Kennedy was assassinated. They came up with the term conspiracy theorist to demonize anybody who questions anything about the assassination of JFK. So it's like a derogatory term to somebody who thinks critically. And even on uh, Trudeau's speech after the convoy came out, he said, oh, don't listen to those tinfoil hats, those conspiracy theorists, those crazy people. It's like, you're a fucking douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Like if you if you disagree with my quote unquote conspiracy theory, well, why don't you talk to me on the the merits of it, not just come at me with odd, right? You know, ad hominem attacks. And why doesn't he go and talk to the truckers? Because he's afraid. Yeah, he's a fucking scaredy cat. It's crazy, man. Like, I'm super excited to be living in these times. I don't know about anybody else, but uh, there's a lot of people scared. There's a lot of people confused. Uh, I have a sound mind, and I'm just trying to spread the love and the positivity out there, you know? So, yeah, dude. We I don't want to hold you up too, too much longer because you're probably, like, you know, your voice is getting pretty shrill. Uh, we don't yeah. have to make this a big episode. I could have you on again, though, sometime. Yeah, but, um, sure. Yeah, dude, but you definitely sound like you got a good fucking head on your shoulders. That's for sure. And my brother told me after I sent you, uh, sent him the text that you sent me, yep. he was like, yeah, dude, I raised him well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, what's, you know what's funny? I thought about this today. <clears throat> Do you remember when you and I and... David and I think Lavanna was there too. Uh, we rode in the back of uh, my brother's van to go to the ice ice uh, 
It's like ice capades. Okay. Do you remember that? No. Oh man, it's crazy. I still remember that. Uh, yeah, we went to the, the like an ice skating show, and I like had a pic- picture taken of myself with uh, a guy dressed as Bart Simpson. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. I remember a lot of shit, man. I remember like going to like uh, Center Island and like stuff like that. I don't remember the ice capades. The, the ice capades, eh? Yeah, that's like the thing I remember. It's funny. And the funniest thing is that we were, you were in your, you guys were in your wheelchairs and I was yeah. sitting on the floor because they had to clear out the seats in the back of the van, right? Right. And so I was sitting on the floor all the way down to Toronto, from Brampton to Toronto. <laughs> the van. That's funny. <laughs> <clears throat> That's awesome, man. So, okay. So before we wrap this up, why don't you tell the audience, uh, the cartel, I like to call them. Uh, anything you want to plug, like Owl Creek Coffee, all that stuff, your YouTube channel, everything. For sure. So I got owlcreekcoffee.com, uh, high quality fair trade, uh, organic coffee. It's fresh roasted right when you order it. Um, yeah, so check that out. Uh, 10% of our profits go to people living with, uh, muscular dystrophy so we're giving back a bit too and then my youtube channels are uh josh one day so josh the number one day and also josh one day more so josh because, one day because more. you love that one song by mattis yahoo right i do i love it i and love mattis yahoo dude like his first few albums or so right yeah so I just love the, I love the hope and the, and the meaning of that song, um, and uh, yeah, it's great. So I'll send you my uh, YouTube channels and stuff like that as well. Oh, so yeah. you put it in, and then yeah, all uh, the links will be in the show notes, man. I'm I'm on top of that shit. Don't worry. For sure. So yeah, I am feeling a little bit uh, flabby today. Um. So cartel next time. I'm back. I'll definitely be on for a longer time. And, uh, yeah, we can actually get into more of what I originally planned to talk about. <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't know that you you were holding back on me. Well, I, well, I just wanted to get into that, you know, topic of, like, uh, men and women and intersexual dynamics and stuff oh like man that. oh that's that's like that's like a whole new episode for sure, <laughs> well, for sure. yeah we'll need two hours uh, <laughs> for sure for that, so. you'll need we'll some water that. and all that shit yeah we'll do it again uh i don't know hopefully soon you'll have me oh yeah um, for sure dude my schedule is pretty blank for the next month or so so sure uh oh um do you take any like THC oil or uh, CBD oil stuff like that? No, I tried uh, both of those, and uh, I didn't really um, help me out much. Well, that and, sucks. Uh, yeah. So, and actually, I got a little bit uh, paranoid from the THC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens um, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
And then the CBD, uh, I took it for uh, about a month, and uh, I didn't find it overly, overly effective. And uh, at the price point, it didn't, it didn't make sense for me. Gotcha. When it comes to the THC, you probably just have to take a little bit less. Because yeah, even yeah. even me, like I've been like smoking pot and doing oil for a long time, right? But if I take just a little bit too much more oil than I usually do, yeah, I get a little paranoid. <laughs> fair enough, like fair too too much is too much, right? So you got to yeah. find your dosage. But anyway, Josh, it was fucking awesome catching up with you, and definitely no, gonna have you time. back on, dude. Good times for sure. Yeah, man. You take care of yourself, and uh, yeah, man, I love you, and God bless you, man. All right. God bless you, too. Cool. Have a good night. Peace. Peace. Hello, cartel. This is... Don't do it, Nigel. This is... Don't do it. This... Don't. This is Nigel the God speaking. Oh, my God, Nigel, really? I had to put that in there. You know that, Davey. Anyway, I really hope you enjoyed that episode with Josh. He is a very strong motherfucker, you know? Uh, he even started his own fucking business, you know? So, hopefully, you, uh, enjoy the coffee. Uh, if you, uh... Go to OwlCreekCoffee.com and put in the, uh, you, you do the shopping, you do the shopping, you know, the shopping for the coffee. And you put in the, uh, the, the, uh, what's it called again, Davey? Promo code, Nigel, promo code. Oh, oh, yes. The, the promo code, uh, Cartel15, C-A-R-T-E-L-1-5. You get 15 motherfucking percent off. Nigel, why do you have to swear so like that, dude? Like, come on, man. Sorry, David, I got, uh, I got carried away, okay? Forgive me. Okay, Nigel, okay. Anyway, you put in Cartel15 for in for the promo code, and you get, uh, 15% off of your shipment. You get, uh, you do the, uh, you shop for the, the coffee and, uh, the merch, and, uh, you get 15% off. Like, how can you argue with that, right? So, so... Do that uh, and uh, check out Josh's YouTube. And uh, he's trying to do good for uh, other people who are suffering with the uh, muscular, uh, what's it called, uh, Davy? Dystrophy, muscular dystrophy. Yes, the uh, muscular dystrophy. Uh, and he's doing his, he's doing his, uh, he's doing the Lord's work, you know. So just like Davy's doing with these podcasts. No, Davy. Thank you. Anyway, guys, also don't forget to go to the GoFundMe and support Alexandra, Wells, and her father, Ken, and the whole family, you know, the whole family. And, uh, yeah, make your donations, buy some coffee, and uh, everything's good, you know? Good job, Nigel. You're a good goat. I know I'm a good goat, like, but, uh, you know... Anyways, uh, until next time, we probably will have Josh on next time again. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show, Cartel. Peace out. Till next time.